Good morning podcast and welcome to a new episode on the Pieti Lambert Show. I hope you're ready for a new guest because this conversation is pretty unique. My guest today is Luke Jackson Clark at Watch Luke on Instagram. He's a travel photographer and the business partner of Sam Newton. Sam is a recent guest and if you've listened to the conversation, you know this one is going to be great as well because those two are really good when it comes down to business and creativity. So what are we going to be talking about? Well, the most unique part in this episode is how to shoot on the moon and what kind of photos would Luke take on the moon? Also, we'll be digging into his story, how he got into photography, his secret talent and most importantly, finding a community and a business partner to grow in life, not only business-wise, but also creatively and build up friendships. So if this sounds good, well, I've got even better because we're going to be digging into how his mom genuinely influenced his work that he's doing nowadays because she was traveling back when she was young and took photos that inspired him until today. So storytelling is going to be also something I really want to dig into this episode. Now, before we welcome Luke to the podcast, let me ask you this. How would you feel about receiving on a weekly basis a short email with my top five inspiration, photos, videos I've seen and quotes and content I've been pondering upon that really pushed me creatively. It gives you a little bit of insight into my world and I think will help you also. If that sounds great, make sure you go to pftlambert.com forward slash top five in order to get on the list. The link is also in the show notes. So it's pftlambert.com forward slash top five, T-O-P and the number five. All right, now let's welcome Luke to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Luke. Hey, hey, thanks so much for having me. I heard from the grapevine that you are an amazing singer. Wow, that's a, that's a way to start. Okay, well... Can you tell us about your singing career? I do, I do massively enjoy singing. So, oh God, okay, so let's, let's start on that one. So when I was, I think around 12, probably a bit younger, about nine years old, um, I got into the theater world um, and, and spent a good deal of my life, probably about five or so years, working in uh, Billy Elliot and Oliver Twist uh, in the West oh, End no way. here in London. And through that, um, I figured that I loved music. I, I already loved music. I've always loved music throughout my whole life. Um, but I realized that I enjoyed making it and, and singing. Uh, and then while I was at school one time, at a talent show, one of my mates was like, Luke, you've been in the theater, you should be able to sing. So I started singing, not really knowing that I could sing at all. And uh, he, that, well, they were like, you can sing. And then I, from that moment onwards, I, that's been my, one of my biggest passions. Um, so I did concerts and then now I'm hopefully looking to get into it on YouTube. So that's to be continued. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's going to be exciting. So are you, uh, how, how does photography fit with the singing? Is it like you have to choose one over the other or you, you're able to do both? It definitely, I definitely had to choose when I left school, I was deciding whether to go to university or whether to not go to university. Um, yeah. And I had three options. One of them was to travel full time. Uh, one of them was to go to music college. And one of them was to go and study geography at university. Mm. Uh, and I ended up deciding as, uh, if anyone knows me on this podcast, uh, from probably tell as I decided to start traveling. Um, and I've been traveling ever since. 
Um, one of those reasons is because of the fact I actually didn't get into music school. So I think if I may have got into music school, I would have that would have been a different uh, situation. But uh, it's definitely still on the cards. I'm trying to kind of balance it and uh, the whole idea of YouTube kind of taking its place while I travel and being able to kind of record on the go, bring my mic everywhere I am um, and create mm. cool singing videos. That's kind of been a dream for me for a while. So. And you have a great partner to make music videos. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Sam, who was on, on the podcast, would, would it be next, would it be last week's podcast? That... Yeah. It's, it's the last uh, previous episodes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's the one who threw me, uh, who threw you under the bus. Uh, yeah. I will reveal my source. He's <laughs> like asking about singing. I'm like, all right, let's oh, see what's brilliant. there is here. Yeah, no, he's, uh, God, I mean, he he definitely told the story on the last one, but uh, we met so randomly while in Thailand. Um, he didn't mention, but it was a Harry Potter hostel that we were in, which was... Uh, yeah, he didn't give us uh, details. He's like, yeah, we met in Thailand. So I'm like, is there like uh, interesting details? That he uh, I mean, there's nothing like or? crazily interesting from, from the moment, but uh, I just remember walking into a room in this Harry Potter hostel, which is a pretty cool one in Krabi, Thailand, um, if anyone listening has been. Um, but yeah, we, I just walked into a bunch of his friends and, and said hello. And then from that moment on, it was pretty much the next day we decided to go on a trip to Iceland. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, it was, awesome. it was so instant. And then... Did you have the same... Uh, wearing the same robe and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and <all this> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. But now it, uh, it was a really quick kind of uh, experience. And, and we then decided to create the company, Move to Create... Um, pretty much instantaneously um just as kind of the gap between the thailand trip and iceland and iceland went so well and we decided to move forward with everything it was really exciting oh that's awesome yeah he he mentioned that you guys met uh in thailand when he was like uh, traveling around and then that you guys kind of clicked and decided to work together in the future uh which sounded excited like a great uh romantic adventure but exactly. on the creative side you know <laughs> yeah. uh, which is just as exciting yeah we we both so, had we both had quite similar visions in terms of storytelling um you know i mainly shoot photo and he mainly shoots video um yeah pretty much solely video uh and we both had a very strong vision for the way we told stories through our platform, uh, photo mm -hmm. and video. And we just clicked on that so quickly um, and knew that there was something there. So yeah, I guess it was kind of like a love at first sight kind of thing. <laughs> that's so cool. Well, it, it looks like it worked out pretty well. And that's, uh, when was that? When did you guys meet the first time? Good question. It was, I think it was about three years ago, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so it was a got it. Yeah, we pretty much just had the three-year anniversary. Um, but yeah, it was, I think it was about 2017. Um, I was I was actually on my travels after uh, leaving mm. school. I was on a gap year, um, and I'd worked in a restaurant for about six months to raise money to go traveling. And then Thailand, I think, was pretty much like the mid stop on the way. Um, we mm -hmm. met and then he was meant to go to the full moon festival. And instead of that, he went, we all, me and my buddy and him went to this island called Kolipe, um, off Thailand, which is just incredible and, and created content for a couple of days and, yeah. and the rest is history. Oh, that's awesome. What were your photography to the same level it's at today or like, how, like, 
I'm, I'm kind of trying to gauge uh, you and Sam, like what level were you at oh, both when you met? How, me. how good would you say his thing was and, and how good was yours? Let's just say we have both significantly improved. At least that's what <laughs> we think. Um, yeah. our, our work, I mean, Sam, Sam has always been incredible at storytelling um, from a very young age. And that's kind of been like his, his passion since he was a kid. Um, but I think in terms of like the quality of the finish of the end product, um, we both have definitely improved in terms of, you know, for example, my editing and his editing uh, for video and photo respectively. Um, you know, if you look back three years ago um, on my Instagram feed, uh, which is the best way to, to see my work, it's just full of saturated colors, uh, the greens and everything, basically saturation to 100 on the yeah. sliders. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of what it was like back in about 2017. Everything was very saturated. People wanted to see like vibrance. They wanted to come to mm -hmm. a feed or, or on the, you know, while they were scrolling through their newsfeed, they wanted to see something that stood out. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just, I guess, what I got into, especially while I was traveling. And now it's, I guess, I, I like to think it's much more chilled out and uh, sophisticated. That's awesome. Um, it's always good to to kind of like wonder where you started, and yeah. uh, and also when when you meet other people because I I don't know if you ever had that. Uh, so that's very much my personal experience. But when you meet other creators mm. that might be at a different level, whether it's not even in the craft, but maybe just in like followers and mm. like notoriety, it it always feels kind of weird in the in the way you're like, oh, I don't want to feel like um. I'm dragging behind or I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm being, I'm trying to learn too much from that person. Mm. I mean, I, I feel like there is always a weird dynamic that I've never been able to manage super well personally. Right. Yeah. I'm always like, uh, until I'm able to really speak with that person and see what their personality is. Mm -hmm. But like from just online, it's so difficult. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like inspiration and, and like work progression, uh, Instagram is massively special being able to kind of see so many different creators and, and how mm -hmm. they edit or how they take photos and, and learn from that in, in some way. I've definitely been inspired by loads of different creators um, over Instagram um, and it's massively Im improved my craft over the time. So um, I owe a lot to Instagram and, and the people that I follow. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what? So let's backtrack and uh, why don't you tell us your origin story? Like, where are you coming from? Mm. Uh, how you fell into photography and um, and how you ended up where we are today? Origin story. Okay. And this is based on, like, photography and, and the creative side of things. Yeah. So, I... I've always I've always been interested in the creative fields. I've always liked art. Like when as I grew up, I would always draw and paint with my grandma. Um, that was kind of like a, a hobby that we'd have whenever she came round or I went round hers. Um, and and then, but I I never got into photography. I never had a had a camera. I never had a phone that had a very good camera either. Um, but when I was uh, one day, I was in the music department at school, and one of my buddies, who was I think three years above me. Uh, brought in a 1DX Mark II, um, which was probably about eight eight years ago now. Um, mm -hmm. And he he took a photo of me and I saw this photo and I was really surprised by how good it looked because I didn't really like pictures of me usually. Um, yeah. and, and I asked him, you know, how did you do that? Please, you know, 
teach me? And and he was like, you know, he showed me around the camera and then I asked him if he would kind of advise me on which camera I should go for if I wanted to get mm-hmm. into photography. And he ended up becoming my kind of tutor. Um, that's, that's Ollie, Ollie Bowering, shout out to him. And, uh, and then from that moment onwards, I, I got my first camera, which is a Canon 60D and I just took it everywhere. Um, this, nice. was, this was when I was around 15, 14, 15 years old. Uh, and I just fell in love. And ev- basically since the beginning of when I started taking photos, no matter where I was, I would edit them and throw them up, up on Instagram. Because uh, yeah. that's all I knew as like a platform that I could share my portfolio. And I was doing it for fun mainly at the beginning. Uh, and and then slowly, I guess the, the traction started building. Uh, and I shot around London basically every single night after school and at the weekends I would go and take photos in London and I was mainly a city photographer yeah um and then and then when I left school and started working in a restaurant I'd work in the restaurant from like eight until 2 a.m and then I'd get the last train into London and then shoot all night and then go straight back to work the next day Uh, and I that was kind of how I filled my Instagram feed uh, and i hit 10k and then started traveling and then the second yeah. i started traveling i didn't want to stop and that is a a short you know quick summary of how i got into all of this what what was going through your mind when you decided to travel like how much did you have save and like did you have a exact plan of which places you were gonna hit and what was mm. your goal through just to get instagram bangers or was it just like to travel so the first i, I guess six months of my travel was was just a travel Um, I was Mm -hmm. inspired by my mum actually to go traveling because she, when she was younger, was she, I guess, paved the way for me and my brother, both in terms of travel. We were so, so excited by it, by her. She showed me all of her photos and um, she went to some incredible places. She went to, you know, Central Asia and um, and China back when, I mean, it still happens now, but, you know, if a white woman with blonde hair would walk through the street people would just crowd around her she has pictures of her with like 60 people just surrounding her like well i imagine there was no internet back then exactly yeah um crazy yeah so she would she would take us through all of the photos and um i got massively inspired by that so then wanted to travel myself so i did six months of travel um just taking photos for fun, but still uploading them to Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. And while I was on that trip, I got my first sponsor, which was totally out of the blue. Um, but really? it's, it's a brand called Specsavers, which is a glasses, like an optician here in the UK. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I didn't really take portraits. I only took one portrait and uploaded it to Instagram and that was it. And they found that. <laughs> uh, and it was, it was a really lucky and random experience. But I remember... Um, getting an email from this agency and they said, we want to work with you. And I, I was like, that's amazing. Like, but how did you find me? Um, and they said, we had, we had a list of about a hundred people, a hundred photographers up on the wall. I don't know if it's quite literally the wall, but you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and the head of marketing for this company, Specsavers mm-hmm. said, he went through all of them and then said, oh, I follow this guy. Um, on Instagram, oh, no way. and it was just a super random and lucky occurrence, um, and and then we ended up working together for two years, and that's how I funded my travel for the first two years, um, and it, it also allowed me to extend my first 
trip. So I, was, I did, I think, five or six months and then I extended it for an extra month at the end um, mm. and went to Thailand and, and did a little job out there. And um, yeah, that was, and I guess, a little bit of the money that I had made from the West End, um, a little backtracking yeah. a little bit here. Um, the West End was a paid gig. Um, I was a, a child actor um, yeah. and I... I made a lot of money and was very lucky that um, my parents allowed me to keep that and I saved that um, and put it towards my travels. That's so saying, how old were you when you were a child actor? Uh, I think it was, I was around 11 to 13. So it was, cool. it was a shortish period in my life that the actual West End side of things, um, yeah. I, would, I would do it in six months since so I worked in Billy Elliot in the West End for six months and then Oliver Twist uh, for six months as well. And then so I do a, cool. a bunch of odd jobs here and there, but I, I've definitely, <laughs> I've definitely lost that now. I, I, I can't yeah. act for, uh, for Toffee, but yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Just get on YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> that. Well, that is the, the plan. I'm, I'm, uh, I've definitely been inspired by the people around me, like you and also Sam, um, just to, to get my face out there. I love, I love speaking to the camera and I love kind of sharing tips and tricks. And, um, yeah. also I guess the lifestyle that we have is, is quite exciting so kind of sharing that to the world is is sounds like fun was exciting what's that was exciting yeah that's true yeah i that is a very no, i'm joking point. it's still it <laughs> can still be exciting i'm just i'm just teasing uh, everyone who's been like what happened to the travel photographer <laughs> yeah it has been interesting i haven't taken too many especially in the lockdown i wasn't taking any photos at all um but really I, it was definitely a it was a nice period for me and I think for, for a lot of periods, I mean, it, it wasn't a nice period, that's a bad way of describing it, but it was a, a period where I think a lot of people got a chance to take a, a second, take a break. Yeah. Because um, things were very, very busy for me um, and also Sam for, for the three years that we were working on building MTC. And I, I just got, it, it was all a bit of a whirlwind and I didn't have a second to, to take a break. And it kind of forced me to sit back and just edit, work on my work on my craft, the back end, the business side of things, um, kind of work on what my vision for the future is um, and not just run around and take photos and travel and move on to the next place, which is fun, uh, but you don't have too much time to spare to do the important things. So, Yeah, I... <laughs> I can 100% relate. And uh, I think when you say nice, I, I totally get it. It's At the end of the day, whatever is nice, you know, is very personal. Yeah, for uh, sure. Like yeah. I always say, you could... I mean, some some kids are born during the worst day on earth mm -hmm. and it's the best day for their parents, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's it's all very, very personal and, and subjective. So, um, Yes, it is nice for that aspect, really like slowing things down mm -hmm. and like um, working on different things was actually very surprising. I did take photos just because I was keeping up with, with my YouTube channel oh, and I kind of wanted to try to share, you know, whatever <laughs> I was going through uh, creatively or whatever I wanted to shoot. Yeah. But it's well, like you said, it's a, it's a good time to reflect. We as when you're always on the road, you you're like go go go, mm -hmm. next thing, next thing, you know, and you don't. You, I mean, thinking about like oh, I'm gonna take three weeks and, and just think or yeah. or like plan or, or work on something different. You're like mm, no, exactly. And you know, and you and Sam mentioned in the last podcast is like taking seconds to just sit back and kind of listen to good music and plan things out. It it just doesn't usually yeah. happen. You don't usually have the time to do that. So. Um, it definitely gave 
me that time to really sit back and and contemplate life and, and think about what was next and um yeah and also get get my creative buzz back as well because you know mm-hmm. the three three and a half years of full-time professional work was amazing and, and i'm so grateful for it uh, but it, it doesn't give you a second to kind of keep that creative juice of juices going um, if you're constantly doing that um yeah and i guess that little break away from it you know distance makes the heart grow fonder and all that um it definitely yeah. it definitely did make my heart grow fonder because uh, i miss it massively and, and can't wait to get back into it what have you started shooting again absolutely yeah yeah so um so what was your first what what like what when when was the day you like literally grab your camera again and like dusted it off and put right. the battery and yeah so <laughs> tell us about that the first uh the first day was one of my buddies alex alex stead um hit me up and said do you want to go to scotland um because obviously that's in the uk um and I was like, absolutely. And he said, um, and an, an extra fun thing is that it's not just going to be a road trip in Scotland, just a random one. We're going to bring a Porsche. Um, so mm. we so we drove through Scotland in a Porsche um, and it was just this incredible, beautiful, moody trip. Um, and we just took loads of photos of this uh, amazing car and also enjoyed the incredible roads out there. Uh, and and that was it. Yeah, that was the, the jump back into it. And I also went on a, on a short trip to Norway just after that, which was amazing. Um, to see a friend and I spent about a week in a cabin just away from this waterfall that I can't pronounce but it begins with a v um, and and it was amazing and, and now I feel like I'm back into it but obviously you know things are still pretty slow so just waiting yeah. for, for things to so you managed up. to get to Norway still yeah yeah so the situation in Norway I think was pretty well dealt with from the very beginning um, mm-hmm. so they were fine and they were still open up to the UK. Um, yeah. You had to make sure that you were healthy before you left the UK. Um, so I had to, you know, sort that out. Um, but I left and visited and the place I went to, I didn't see anyone. So it was pretty much like I was social distancing anyway, in a way. So, Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> have you been to Norway yeah, yourself? No, it's it's one of those places I have n- never been. Um, you gotta make it. It's like Iceland. Much. It's like Iceland, Iceland, Norway, and uh, the Dolomites is like something I see oh. all the time. And people guess I've been because I'm from France. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I think I've been hiking in the Dolomites, but I was mm-hmm. young and a kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I never, I didn't take photos. We just thought it was cool. Well, that's a sweet way to grow up for sure. The Dolomites is is an incredible place to grow up. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. You got to get out to Iceland and Norway. It's an amazing place. Yeah, I, Scotland is. Um, <laughs> I feel like somehow Scotland never got in that much press in, <laughs> in the past few years. It's like yeah. all the influencers stuck in the in the UK are like, oh, where is pretty in the UK? Oh, Scotland. Exactly. <laughs> it is. It is crazy, and especially for me as well. Like my instant thought when I was you know started taking photos was that i just wanted to travel out of the uk you know i I didn't want to touch it and i pretty much spent three years of my photographic life not shooting anywhere in the uk apart from london really um and and then obviously when i got back like the main time i got back to the uk i was like actually this there's some incredible places here um oh yeah all over the lake district is sick yeah, Lake District. Uh, I, li- I lived in the Lake District. I mean, just just south of it. Amazing. Uh, and uh, 
the Lake District is awesome. Yeah, Absolutely. You want to go. Yeah, we got Then the you take the road from there to Newcastle. The mm-hmm. whole road is like, it's like, I, I literally thought I was high at one point because <laughs> it's so green. Yeah. <laughs> it's so green. I'm like, something's wrong with my glasses, with my <laughs> eyes, something. Like, I'm like, this is not possible. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, we've, I mean, we've got the Lake District, we've got the Peak District, which is also amazing. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're both in England. Uh, then obviously we've got Wales, incredible. You know, if you like mountain biking, for example, which I always loved and that's what i grew up doing um wales is is an unbelievable place for mountain oh, really? biking, but also photography i didn't know um and then obviously scotland and then we've got northern ireland and then mm-hmm. you know it's not hard to get to ireland then um yeah which is also amazing and then cornwall the south coast is amazing as well you know if you haven't been to the uk you should come along it's it's a beautiful place not just london <laughs> I know, I know. The UK is, is pretty. I I never knew that, and then when I when I lived in that random city, uh, I was like, where am I? And it was by <laughs> Lancaster. Oh right, in the in the town called Morecam. Okay, it was I, like a old retirement, um, like spa area for like old. It it was one day like grandiose Mm -hmm. and they had like beautiful like magnificent hotels but it basically stayed kind of stuck in time right that people just aged (laughs) with the place (laughs) and i was like okay and then but i would just drive around and go into lake district and that's where i that's when kind of i got into photography Mm, uh too i had my 5d mark ii it's a classic camera I know. And I was like, oh, wow, look, I'm taking photo of Bokeh at 1.8. <laughs> with the, with the uh, Canon F1.8, the, the pancake yes, lens, the, the, best, the mm-hmm. best lens on the planet. <laughs> I, had, I, I love that lens. And then I had the 7040 um, F4 because mm-hmm. it was cheaper, but still a great lens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty exciting. Do you guys fun? How, would, how did you... I, I'm kind of curious of something when you were before and even now how do you choose your destinations like how do you choose where you go next that is a good question um i think for well for the last three years it's it's been a mix of kind of being inspired by people who who i see on instagram um i guess Mm -hmm. instagram that is the place to find travel destinations and i guess that's why some of the big travel pages have done so well um but also, again, you know, going back to earlier, being inspired by my mum's travels, um, mm-hmm. I've, I've pretty much been to almost all of the spots that she's been to now. Um, no way. And I have, you know, pictures of the places that she's been like 30 years on and it's amazing to see the difference. Um, or 20 years, I don't want to get the, the time wrong. You put them side Sorry, by mom. side? Yeah, we, we have done, yeah. Uh, some of the like islands in Thailand, for example, looked completely different. And it's so amazing to see the, you know, change over time, like with the amount of yeah. buildings and the amount of people and, and the amount of boats there. Um, but yeah, so the next one for me and the next kind of mission is to go to Central Asia. I, w- I want to experience Kyrgyzstan, um, Mongolia and all of that kind of area because um, she she got some unbelievable photos there and photos that you know if you saw on nat geo you would be like wow these are amazing um, wow yeah there's there's one photo that my mum took um, which i always talk about uh, which is these two kids from this i guess tribe in uh, kyrgyzstan 
in the middle of nowhere they were in this kind of like yurt village that could be moved around kind mm-hmm. of at last minute and my mum and I think two of her friends visited this village and she had brought her Sony Walkman uh, to play music while she was on the go and she yeah let these kids have a go with this Walkman and the kids had, other than the music that they had created kind of, yeah. you know, together as a family, they had never heard music kind of, you know, yeah. modern day music, especially through little headphones. Uh, and there's this picture of them with the Walkman just below them and their, their headphones in just going, oh, just like complete shock and amazement by this music. Um, wow. And it's just a really special photo. And, you know, I wish it could be seen by the world because uh, it really is amazing. I think one day I'll, I'll share probably it. share it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, you can, you have the platform now. It's very yeah. true. Yeah, may- maybe I'll do that. I tell you what, if you're listening to this now, check check out the Instagram and it might be up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I want to see, man. I want to see. Let's go to Kyrgyzstan and... Uh and everywhere in between Let's I'm, do it. I'm up for it i've been trying to find people interested but it's it's kind of difficult somehow done well whenever we can we travel again and everything is kind of mm-hmm. properly open and, and everyone's you know interested in um doing it let's make it happen me you and sam can yeah. go on this epic trip there we go that's that's gonna be epic have you have you decided if you want to do mongolia kyrgyzstan uzbekistan's or if you want to do all of them because i was mm. hesitating my sister yeah. did horseback riding in Mongolia for 10 days. Yeah, it looks amazing. <laughs> Crazy. It looks absolutely incredible. She, it looks incredible, but she has kind of like weird story that, that also show you how not glamorous. It, it's oh, not really? super glamorous. It's very remote too. Why is um, that? Why, why did you say that? Well, I, I can show that after we we'll go back to, <laughs> to the main point. But um, first of all, like apparently at the time where she was, there were tons and tons of flies. Like mm. you would because it's like big ass planes and some parts are like a little bit swampy and mm-hmm. some aren't and so if you go in spring or like autumn uh, i think it's mainly spring which is a great season uh, for the life and the flowers and everything yeah but if you go around the time you also have a lot of insect coming out and they literally had to wear nests on their faces yeah. because they were eating flies like all day long she no was like way. it was amazing but so stressful on that end yeah and then um uh, the, the way you travel is it's it's just she's like it's very 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 remote so you would eat like goats or whatever that that they they found right on the that they killed around and uh she had like a knee problem and they attached oh, God, uh, goat fat like fresh goat fat from a goat that had just been killed they attached it around her knee saying that it would heal her and what? told her to keep it for a night <laughs> And, and, then and now she it does it to this day because it worked <laughs> no bro she got sick from the smell oh and like no. the, the thing because imagine i mean it's it's like fresh meat you know yeah, that yeah. You attach and she had to sleep she slept with it and and then she like started being sick and throwing up and stuff <laughs> and she could not literally smell any goat meat anymore after she was like a, any kind of goat would make her want to throw up Goodness um me. and uh other than that like absolutely <laughs> epic she she brought photos back in the days and i was like oh man i need and so far i still haven't been i don't know why yeah yeah it, I, it's funny that the realities of travel are, are some of the best moments and that's i think that's why like video is so much fun because a lot of the time mm-hmm. you can you can pick that up in in video because uh, video isn't isn't about like the perfect moment all the time it's about just telling a story and if that includes the reality of travel then then that's the best and i i, I 
I love the the funny and horrible moments because they're the ones that you remember and laugh at from you know from back in the day definitely well how do you let's see how do you see that uh when it comes to your photography because if we scroll through i'm on your instagram feed if we scroll through your your instagram feed it's mm -hmm. like very very clean and and like beautiful thank you, know? you. i appreciate it's like, it's like clean it's like every th th shot and what is very shared is like thought out mm -hmm. it's awesome Are, do you feel like you're able to integrate the stories or do you do it through captions or or is is a part of you kind of wanting to share those like ugly moments but you you don't know i i don't know yeah uh, sometimes I, i struggle with that so that's why i asked the question for sure i mean i i love and and i'm trying more and more to share those special funny uh, and real moments with the followers that i have and i and i do that all the time on my stories my stories mm -hmm. are basically just just me and my mates just having a good time um yeah i try my best to be as as natural as possible i like to think you know if anyone's listening that does follow me <laughs> i hope you agree with that um but i i am currently trying to kind of add like especially on swipes um yeah kind of like the the moments around the perfect shot mm -hmm. um which uh are, are, you know are, are the memories that you really cherish um yeah so sometimes i'll add like a video of my mate being stupid or or me falling over or this or that and they usually get the the most kind of engagement because people are really interested in seeing you know you have a good time Uh, so yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely really excited about, you know, the potential of sharing proper full winded memories on something like YouTube. Um, I feel yeah. like the platform of YouTube is just so special for that. Um, and, and as you and Sam were saying, like the ability to be able to look back in 30, 40, 50 years and be like, wow, that's what I was doing then. That, that's just yeah amazing. imagine i mean your mom shared those photos with you yeah, yeah. And, and to this day you're like oh my god i want to go and like exactly. find that child. do you think that kid by the way is still around do you the, think you'd be able to find that kid i mean that would be amazing i i don't i, I Dude, tell you that's, what that's a, that's a mission let's right do there. it maybe maybe you know on the trip that we go on maybe we can do that because i know uh my mom went she, she obviously back when she went there there weren't really tours um yeah but she did have a tour guide and she remembered their name their full name so there's the potential of finding the tour guide and seeing if the tour guide can find whoever the kid was um i, I and then again i don't know if the tour guide is still around so well and i'm sure from a few maybe photos the clothing and the mm -hmm. yurt might lead to a certain like a certain tribe, yeah, another yeah. that's very true yeah i guess the only thing about it was that the uh the yurt situation was that they could they could move anywhere they wanted so yeah um they they could be absolutely anywhere in the middle of nowhere but um that would definitely be an incredible document to Dude, get kind of yeah that's a great story right there exactly there oh maybe first youtube video <laughs> there we go like how i found someone from 30 years later oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, i traveled 10,000 kilometers to find this lost boy <laughs> <laughs> not not lost but uh that's yeah that's fun man sorry my my brains went in in, <laughs> in brainstorming mode yeah man. no i love that that's brilliant ideas are awesome it's also a really cool story and something very different that not many people i guess would be able to do mm -hmm. so um yeah 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 so all right um everyone you heard it whenever things open up <laughs> we are going we'll, to central we'll asia be, uh there we go that's gonna be cool 
Um, maybe he's a local Instagrammer now. Yeah, can you imagine? Because he actually <laughs> got super inspired by by the music and started doing his own tracks just after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be amazing. Knowing how small the world is, it's probably like they, they live like 10 minutes down the road from us. <laughs> mm -hmm. They've actually moved country and everything's become really successful and, and they're actually, yeah, a DJ in London or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Dude, that'd be fucking That hilarious. would be unreal. It would be absolutely um, insane. Yeah, that's why I love life. That's why, like, all those memories that you, you can create, like, whatever you can capture, like, with your kids, you never know where that's going to lead you, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't think your mom had that in mind when she took a, those photos. She didn't think, like, that's going to inspire my son to go somewhere. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. That, but that, in the moment, we forget a lot, I, I feel. True. Yeah. What, that's a very good what, point. Yeah, whatever. I'm lazy. Camera later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that's, that is the, the one cool thing about YouTube is... You know, I, I remember growing up watching Fun for Louis. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you watched him, but uh, yeah, he. Uh, I remember watching that and being like, "Oh, can you can you imagine being, you know, eighty years old and looking back and and just having the time to watch your life at that period of time? Obviously, you know, daily yeah. vlogging must be really really tough. Um, yeah, but <laughs> but you know, being able, literally being able to see every single moment of your life and and how special that was, or not even every single moment, but the you know the really special moments that stand out, yeah, um, and the special travel memories, uh, and and being able to watch that on online would be awesome. So, to anyone listening, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to record those kind of things in your mm. thoughts on your phone. And I try to do it more and more. Uh, let me explain why. Look, I don't know if you're aware. I have the photography channel, but I also have a travel vlog channel oh, that right. I did with my wife when we were on the world tour. And uh, I even started it. That's how I got into YouTube. I started the vlog channel with a okay. like 30-day challenge. Every day, a video. Um, and then I kept up for six months. And then I was, I was like, maybe, I don't know, 400 subscribers or 100. Yeah, Who yeah. knows? But it was like lame as... Uh, as lame as you can imagine right uh if it was the worst of your project and i'm like gosh i'm spending so much time on that and it's not really do going or doing anything so let For me sure. brainstorm but i was like either i drop it and like be done with it which was a fun creative project because i never had done video in my life mm. or i try to be more like business oriented in my mindset where i'm like okay just think about what could work better. What do people want to see? What they want to hear a little bit and then and, and craft your own story into it. So that's when we moved into the travel more like aspect of vlogging because I created information and that was helpful for people. Mm. It wasn't just about me and my boring life uh, that no one cared about. It was about like, okay, we're going here and this is what you can get out of that place, for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, but long story short, after we went on the world tour and we, we kept that, that channel going and... Um, Recently, for five-year anniversary, we actually started watching our old vlogs. Oh, And it's amazing. hilarious. And it's hilarious to go back and be able to, to look at, oh, I remember that island in the Philippines. Oh, yeah, and that person. And, and you literally see those interactions and those things. And I love that's that. the cool part about it. Um, Absolutely. That's why I always say, like, try to record everything you can. 100%. That, uh, that's something that I am annoyed that I haven't done more. Because as, as a mm -hmm. photographer you know, that doesn't take too many videos other than when I was, I kind of like take little memories to send to family or friends back at home yeah. or, or stories for Instagram. Uh, 
I haven't got anything substantial that I can really look back on in terms of like a, a video moment, which I think is so important. So, and you know, I, I was watching a YouTuber. Um, I can't remember exactly who it was, but they said to not just film the amazing and beautiful moments, but also just just keep filming random spot, you know, random things. You mm -hmm. know, what, yeah, if you're out with mates or if you're getting a really rubbish ride in a coach across Indonesia or something and, and it, you know, yeah. everyone's really uncomfortable. But, you know, for example, you know, Sam and I uh, were in Nusa Penida just before all of this happened and uh, I fell off my moped uh, and, and messed up my wrist. Uh, and for, pretty much for the rest of the trip, I was kind of like crippled with my, my wrist. Mm. And uh, I remember every single moment of that first day, me in agony, you know, I don't yeah. know if it was quite agony, but um, Sam was just filming everything. He was, you know, he had my cam camera to the face the whole time. And every single moment I was just kind of like really annoyed. I was like, mate, you haven't even asked how I am. Like, what are you doing? And, uh, and then I remember the next day when I was like fine and cooled off. And, you know, I mean, the wrist yeah. still hurt, but it wasn't like crazy painful or anything. Um, he was just like, well, you know, in the moment, it might have been rubbish to have a camera in your face. But when you look back in, you know, 30 years and you see that day you will want those memories and those funny moments of you sitting in a hospital bed you know like in in agony because they will be so funny and i was like that's a such a good point yeah 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 <laughs> and you do get annoyed in those moments exactly <laughs> but that's you know, like, also dude, part of the, the process like they look that, that looks great is you know you you getting annoyed by that is is a perfect little moment and little memory in a video so um no, and I hundred percent get it because I traveled before I got into any any like travel photography. I, I traveled a lot, and I would take my photos, you know, but I wouldn't record that much mm. in between. Or like I went to Japan was I was eighteen for the first time ever, you know, wow. like solo trip for a month, amazing. But I just have that many photos, you know, to tell the story. And they're all, <laughs> it's it's those kind of photos. You're like, why did you take a photo of like a sign or like? A stupid door yeah. or whatever you're like where is your face you know like For we sure. want to see you we want to see your friends we want to see the people you met yeah, yeah and uh i think that that's something if if there's anyone young that can listen mm -hmm. and like integrate that uh it's really focused on the stories and the people not so much uh we've all seen those stories who takes photos of the map of the castle they're visiting yeah, yeah, yeah. i did that i'm sorry but <laughs> I, I do have some of those <laughs> i'm like oh uh this osaka castle click <laughs> well if you if you need to get around the osaka castle now you know <laughs> now, now i know i can go back to that photo um that that's awesome so if you if you had a choice between what whenever you're taking trips do you always try to have them sponsored or like have a job behind it or do you find a healthy mix between the two to keep your personal projects going mm, um i think it's a, yeah a healthy mix um i think yeah especially in recent times sam and i tried our best to travel not with too many sponsors so that we weren't constantly just taking photos of products or taking videos of products mm -hmm. and filming commercials and this and that um because we you know, we're not just business partners, we're also great friends. So we like to enjoy yeah. those travel moments um, with the mates that we're with. So, 
um, I think it's it's a great mix. And and nowadays I kind of I like to think it's probably every sponsored trip I do a fun trip as well. Um, nice. And uh, but obviously all the time I'm taking photos um, and I'm constantly creating content for my Instagram. But that doesn't necessarily mean I have um, a brand attached to it. Um, but yeah, I try, I try to travel for fun as much as possible. And even when I'm on these sponsored trips, they are amazing fun times. It's still, it's yeah. still, it's still crazy to think that this is the job that we have, because um, mm-hmm. everything that we do is, is an amazing time and, and great fun. So very lucky. Yeah. That's, that's the, <laughs> you got to pinch yourself sometimes. Oh, wow. This is really cool. <laughs> exactly. What I'm doing. Yeah, and sometimes it's the complete opposite. It's like, oh my, I'm really doing this. Like, the, you know, there's always like a flip side to to what you're yeah. doing. Um, but most of the time, but it's we never talk about, about it. No, no, exactly. Don't talk but, about but it. But that's the thing, you know. Sharing. We live only of we we survive with likes and air. That's all. <laughs> For sure, yeah, yeah. That is my my bread and butter, my food. Um, <laughs> exactly, yeah. likes and engagement for breakfast and dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. If, if if you had to travel right now during COVID, knowing that there is no one anywhere, right? Right. Can, kind of no one anywhere except in in Europe and <laughs> in the US. Right. Where where would you go? Like a place you really want to be and have by yourself? Hmm. Oh God, that's a good one. So, I've got a few a few locations that I really really want to visit um, in the next few years. One of them being. Um, I want to go to Machu Picchu in Peru mm. um, and also the Rainbow Mountains. They're really high on my list. Um, yeah, that's somewhere. I, th- I know the Rainbow Mountains are really popular. So if there was less people yeah. there, it'd be really, really nice. Um, I w- I've also wanted to go to South Africa. That's been oh, a, yeah. a big one for me. Uh, I know I know a lot of people who have been there. Uh, and it just looks incredible and it always seems like the light the you know the sunset or sunrise light is just amazing um yeah so and, and i love sunrise and sunset i love gold now so um that would be big uh this is definitely not possible and won't be affected by the current times but i've always wanted to go to the moon uh that's always been mm. a travel dream of mine since i was very young before i was taking photos Coming but now soon. yeah now that i take photos the dream of going to the moon is is like just you know, right there. If anyone said to me, you know, you have to go to the moon right now and you have to spend like a year, I don't know, that would be pretty intense, but I would love to go to the moon. Just getting the That's pictures cool. would be amazing. All right, if any astronaut or the NASA, if you're listening yes. or the International Space Station right now, um, we've got a candidate to go take some photos of rocks on the moon. Exactly. I will be <laughs> the first photographer astronaut. I'm happy to do that. I can also, uh, you know, spend time singing to you guys if you really need it. <laughs> lost in space can you stop singing <laughs> yeah exactly that happens all the time so i'm, I'm pretty used to it <laughs> can you shut up that, that's awesome um well that that sounds like good places Machu Picchu is definitely somewhere that looks exciting and mm. i heard um there's like Machu Picchu and then there was higher there's another like path after oh, right. um, where you go higher than the Machu Picchu, like way higher on, on like the opposite mountain, I think. Mm. And um, yeah. And so there's a bunch of places. I haven't been. It's definitely one. Yeah, yeah. South Africa also. I keep seeing like awesome photos of, of South Africa and I'm like, 
where is that? And then I looked, they're like, oh, it's in the outback of South Africa, somewhere, somewhere. I'm Absolutely. Like, wow. And Namibia. Jack Crawford, do you know Jack Crawford? Jack Crawford, yes. I've I've yeah. definitely heard of the name and I probably know exactly what his work is, but I can't picture he's, it right He's now. from South, he's in South, I th- yeah, he's from South Africa and beautiful work. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he has a great content from, from those occasions. Mm. I'll have to check him out. Yeah. Well, how about what yourself? You, what, where's where's your? Oh, hmm. where do you want to go? Where would you want to go right now? Uh, funny enough, where do I want to go? So there is one big on my list. It's going back to Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's so busy and popular, right? For the past three years. Yeah, yeah. And the first time I went was in 2011. Mm. And outside of Bali, it was empty. Right. So Bali was busy. Gili Islands were like kind of busy, but mm. still chill. Like Gili Air and Gili Meno, which are the two next to Gili uh, Travangan where everyone goes sure. to party. Those two, there was nothing. There wasn't even a hut. The only way you were sleep in a hammock. Oh, that's and then I went up Rinjani, the volcano right. on Lombok. And, and same, I mean, people would go up and stuff, but there was no... Influencer does, did not exist then, mm. right? So it was very organic. You 2011? I, I felt, yeah, 2011. Unreal. I, I went in 2017. Uh, no, actually it was 2010. 2010, sorry. 2011 was Colombia. And, um, and then I, I went and we crossed from Lombok, we crossed Sumbawa and we went uh, to Raja, uh, sorry, not Raja Ampat, which is a place I want to go to. But uh, mm-hmm. we went to... Um, uh, Komodo Islands with uh, um, Flores right. and over there it was like th- there was like no one almost oh. you know and it was so cool because when I went back two years ago yeah. just so busy and being built out and there was like so many things happening I'm like oh my god it changed so much so yeah. uh, some places in Indonesia I'd love to see them like completely empty um, yeah the, the development just, in Indonesia has been incredible like, I, I mean I have nowhere near the similarity, but I was there for the first time in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 2017. It was either 2017 or 2016. And the it, it, it felt quiet compared to the last time I was there, you know, mm. relatively recently. And there weren't as many kind of structures. There weren't as many restaurants. Um, yeah. Everything was, you know, for example, in Nusa Penida. Have you been there? Yes. Yeah. You know the classic Kaling Kaling beach the where you mm-hmm. walk all the way down and go and chill on the beach. There were no huts there at all. But now there's like, I think, 10 or 20 restaurants yeah. um, that you can get. And you know, all that all in like three and... months, three months to six months. I know. It's amazing. It's crazy. I don't know whether it's amazing. I have amazing friends who or... live in the area and they're, they're like between, they published some vlogs and then they went back and they're like, what happened here? Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're like, what? Uh, but they're they're really quick to make a buck out of anywhere where that's popping in with all the influencer in the area. Mm. <laughs> it was very quick. But there is an island between Lombok and Flores. Never seen content on it. And I know there are like 
amazing things there <laughs> i mean indonesia as a whole i mean sam and i definitely want to go back there we've we've been wanting to go and we've been talking about going to bali again for sam to make a, a special you know music video bit of a secret information there <laughs> um, influencers yeah yeah <laughs> but uh we we've really wanted to go back as well because over there there are so many islands in indonesia i think it's is it like seventeen thousand or something like that yeah it's um, something ridiculous so there must be loads that people just don't see ever so yeah um, it would be amazing to you know explore more of the islands that are less popular less visited yeah it's it's definitely great um but i wonder how they're going to do now that they have no income with the economy like tourism and apparently indonesia announced no foreigners until 2021 wow. no tourism i'm like oh wow mm. i hope those people have some land and and, and a garden to grow their food because yeah. it's gonna get tough for many exactly yeah no i mean huh. there, there are quite a few people i guess who who now call bali their home um from yeah. around the world it's it it became so popular that people ended up moving out there and living out there as you know influencers and i just guess well indonesia is so is has something where like the food is really affordable mm. right the lodging and the food is cheap and i remember when i went there in 2010 it was already very cheap you know mm. i would eat like a full meal for less than a dollar mm. you know like 60 cents with ice cream and dessert you know and <laughs> and uh yes you can find ex more expensive places but it's still very reasonable mm. i will say in western standards it's still very cheap absolutely and if you want to eat local it's, it's amazing mm. and, and their food is great it is really good like the fried rice like I love, as much top. as i love the philippines the food is 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 very different mm. so if if you want more like if you're into like barbecues and meat and all that mm -hmm. philippines is great for you if you're more into like uh mixed veg or like mixed dishes mm. i find that indonesia is, is a little bit more um has more for you yeah that's also definitely something that i'd i mean i whoever if if you know me i love food i'm massive i'm yeah. a massive foodie and i'll eat anything that's put in front of me oh or maybe not anything don't challenge me on that one we'll, we'll test that one later. yeah <laughs> check, make sure you check on youtube <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yeah I've, I've i love the idea of you know seeing the people who have the you know like food youtube channels where they just document yeah. the amazing foods that they have around the world the idea of doing that would just be amazing yeah <laughs> yeah we're, it's 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 so fun and it's a low it can be very hard but it can also be very chill where you're like oh i'm just gonna film what i'm gonna eat and it's gonna be fun yeah. and enjoyable exactly um, yeah, I just, cool I just film myself stuffing my face. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Stuff my face. Um, so t tell me, so we've got the next destination. Uh, we kind of know where Luke is going to go if you want to like creep on him and exactly. like, be at the airport. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, you can, ride. <laughs> you can join us. We're going to be going to, to Central Asia. That's the next stop. So yeah, if you, if you want to come along, you've got to choose one of the countries there. And we'll send you GPS there. coordinates in the middle of nowhere <laughs> in the desert. Yeah. Um, how about gear? Like, how important is gear for you and what gear do you use? Okay, um, so uh, gear is, I mean, I guess it has to be relatively important. If, you know, if I didn't have the gear that I have, I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Um, I use Sony, a Sony system. I have the Sony a7R3 uh, to take photos on. I have a 16 to 35 
Um, and then I, I, I guess I have the range is 16 to 400. Um, oh, wow. Do you have the 100, 400? I do, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, do you shoot Sony as well? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, it is an amazing lens. Um, I, I recently got that and it has kind of changed everything, the whole perspective and being able to get that amazing compression um, is, is really, really awesome. So I'm, I'm wanting to use that more and more because I pretty much only had mm -hmm. it for about half a year before we went into lockdown. So, um, but yeah, I mean, kit is, is massively important to me, but you know, with the rise of smartphones and the quality of the cameras that come with smartphones, you can, you know, pretty much get away with shooting on just a smartphone for everything you do portrait mode and click yeah obviously you know they they don't have wings and you know propellers they can't fly so they're nothing like a drone <laughs> but phones can pretty much take cameras just as you know sorry photos just as good as any camera can um so you know if you're wanting to get into photography and you're listening to this then i'd recommend if you have a smartphone um or a or a phone or anything with a camera pretty much anything these yeah. days has a camera good enough to shoot for instagram anyway um obviously if you're trying to get your work printed on billboards and stuff like that then maybe you want to get a camera but smartphones are just incredible nowadays yeah there's such like no-brainer tools which is something I, i tell a lot of people because they're like oh uh, what camera should i buy blah 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 i don't have mo the money i only have 500 bucks i'm like just use your phone bro mm -hmm. get the lightroom app shoot yeah, with yeah. the lightroom app uh, they shoots have a great raw. camera built in shoots in raw yeah edit it there put your preset buy my presets <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wish i could say uh, that i don't i don't even have them <laughs> wait you don't have presets i actually don't no i back sam's making fun of of us all the time you should have presets i should yeah no i should i should be part of that that fun making i i did make uh, a set of presets back in the day um for mm -hmm. a, a channel that was selling presets um, and they were wondering mm -hmm. if, if i could sell with them um and i was like okay so i made a set of presets but i don't think anything really came of that um so i guess technically i could be classed as that that category in that group but uh i don't have anything that i'm selling personally <laughs> oh cool Well, you gotta get to it one day, one so day. we can all uh, become Luke's just with one <laughs> tap of a button. Uh, t tell me, Luke. Okay, moving uh, to kind of different topic. I'm I'm curious on that then because I feel like there's so many philosophies. I want to hear your. How do you plan your shots? Like, how much planning do you do you put into like, for example, what you shared or or your important shots? Ooh. Um. It's very dependent on the place. Uh, I guess it, it kind of depends. Some, sometimes I'll spend ages doing it. Sometimes I'll spend ages searching through Instagram, searching through Pinterest. Pinterest is a very good platform for finding different angles and different locations in a certain country or city. So if, if you're interested mm -hmm. in finding out, um, you know, different places, Pinterest is a good one. Um, I tell you what I do use, which I can't remember who told me this, but it changed my life, is... Apple Maps uh, goes 3D and you can you can see how formations and land formations actually look mm. in a 3D format. I don't think Google Maps does it as well because it, it literally you can basically see exactly how a mountain might look or a, or a stack yeah. on you know in the water for example. Um, and that's very much changed my um, perspective and for example if I'm shooting drone photography I can know exactly yeah. kind of where I want to put my drone and this and that um, 
but yeah, I, I do spend a lot of time before trips kind of looking into locations and, and where we'll be going on, you know, on our road trips, for example. Um, but I also really enjoy just kind of winging it, you know, while I'm yeah. at a location, kind of trying to find a new angle that I have never seen before so that I'm not, you know, taking other people's angles um, and, and trying to come out of a, a location that may be shot millions of times and, you know, getting something unique. That's kind of my aim mm -hmm. with every single place I go to. I don't always succeed at that, but um, when I do it is an amazing, uh, amazing moment. Hey, I mean, the, the photo we were talking about at the beginning uh, uh, from Japan with the Sh oh, Shureito Pagoda, right. I think yeah, that's yeah. the name. It's not, I mean, it's hard to make it very unique. It but is. It doesn't. It doesn't take out the beauty in any way. No, it's, it's, it's unreal. Just still an incredible photo to, to take, and I highly encourage anyone. Doesn't oh. matter if a million people shot it. Just you go. Should definitely go shoot. And the whole experience. I mean, Japan is. You know, if, uh, people ask me where my favorite place on the planet is, and my mm -hmm. answer almost always is Japan. Um, I've always loved the food from japan yeah um the, when i first visited there the, the people ended up being unbelievably nice um mm -hmm. and, and i love it when you can go and speak to someone and, and they're like smiley and friendly and will speak back to you like randomly on the street uh, yeah. and i found that that was you know it happened all the time in japan uh, i once I, i got stuck in tokyo one evening i was i was out with a friend too late and i missed the train back to my hostel and Uh, I remember going up to this guy who was on his way home from work and asked him if he knew a way that I could get back home. And he ended up helping me for half an hour. And throughout the whole time, I was like, please go home, like get home to your family. I, I don't want to keep you out too long. I don't want to go to my family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he was like, he just wanted to help and he was so lovely. And um, he didn't end up getting me home <laughs> but uh it was a great experience nonetheless but uh yeah japan is is an amazing place if, if you're listening and you haven't been um and you're looking for a travel destination um i highly recommend visiting japan uh it really is amazing that you know and as we said the, so safe the view of mount fuji from anywhere is amazing um it yeah. feels so peaceful uh yeah no amazing japan all right so um I like the, the winging it and like having like some kind of liberty towards your shot. I think that that kind of works out mm. really well, especially when you're like in famous location finding new angles. Well, that's it's all game as photographers, you know, try something different. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like what you're saying that sometimes you can't, so it's okay. Yeah. Don't feel bad if you end up with a photo that looks like one of ours because you For got sure. inspired. Actually, feel excited that yeah, yeah. you managed to see the same place. And your your photo will always be different. Different mm. light, different yeah, tiny yeah. bit of composition change. The flowers won't be the same. Everything yeah. will be different. The good thing about going to a location without any specific plans is that, you know, if, if you do go to a location with a plan, then you're going to get there and you're going to, take that photo or the, the five mm -hmm. photos that you have in your mind and then be like, boom, I'm done. And then you, you know, yeah. you might put the camera away or, or just walk away and leave. But the good thing about not planning is that you get there and you have to think about the, the views and the compositions, but you also, yeah. you're not just walking like a robot to that specific spot. You're, 
you're kind of taking in the whole environment and seeing, mm-hmm. oh, there's a there's a really cool perspective from that rock up there. I can I can go and climb up to that and grab that. Or oh my god, there's a monkey there. I'm gonna you know shoot that monkey with the view in the background. Or um, yeah, that, I mean there are so many different perspectives. Or it's a waterfall, but I could maybe go into the water with underwater housing and get a really cool random shot yeah. that no one's got before. So. Um, I think if you go to somewhere without a plan, sometimes you come out with the best shots that you ever, you ever get because it's natural. You know, it's off the top. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's your eye in that in that scenario and, and nothing else. That's why it's yeah. cool to explore uncharted territories also. Mm. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. not not shot. You're like, all right, everything's new. And then if you see someone else who went after you and got a an amazing shot, you're like, damn it, how did I miss that? <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the reasons why the moon is so attractive to me because not that many, well, sorry, pretty much no one, only a couple of people have been there and got photos. So it's like just a new territory that no one's been and you can you can really kind of experience that with, with new eyes. Um, another another spot that's quite quite similar in, um, in regards to no one really gets to go there is a place in uh, Venezuela and I think mm-hmm. they're called the Tapui I'm not 100% sure if I'm right on that but they're mm. massive tabletop mountains in the rainforest in okay. Venezuela and they are so big and so high that they have their own ecosystems on the top holy crap yeah I you look at a photo it's yeah, it, yeah. Mate, it's is that un- real beli- yeah they're completely real they look like they're from Avatar or something um, but T-E-P-U-I if you're looking for it yeah typically. go and check it out because it will blow your mind uh, but I remember seeing it on a I think a documentary ta- channel here in the UK and they were trying to get the first people to ever get to the top of one or something because you can't actually mm-hmm. land a helicopter on there I don't think because they're full of you know random rocks or trees and this mm-hmm. and that so you can't there's not a, like landing ground but i think they they either climbed up it or they uh dropped people off from a helicopter with ropes and stuff wow. and explored and found like loads loads of new species of animals and and all this which i just think is so exciting going to a place that has never been explored and uh and documenting that experience would be amazing yeah that definitely looks uh, surreal yeah. well th- there is an island that recently opened uh it recently had an airport they have never had an airport in their entire existence until oh, no recently way. where is it and uh, uh it's a secret ah, but, uh, okay maybe you can tell me after <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you offline um it, it's just uh because I, I think it's more fun if you look for it yourself sure uh it's an island that's between um and the American continent and the African continent. Wow. But anyway, so they only recently opened and uh, before you needed five days on a boat to get there. <laughs> no. So I'm like, oh my God, I want to go. Uh, but I haven't been and I didn't, yeah. I didn't happen, but that. I've always thought about going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just going to spots. That I, I was speaking to a friend the other day and imagining all the you know famous locations that we know and mm-hmm. love today and imagining what it would have been like for the first explorer or first local you know even the first local to walk upon this amazing beach or this incredible mm-hmm. landform or um you know it would just be amazing uh, it really yeah. would be uh, God. like uh, mosquitoes <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's yeah. leave this insane so place. many flies <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking oh, that's awesome um luke let's uh, i want to think 
work on your imagination and I want to be mindful with your time. So it's going to be one of the last questions. Okay, cool. If you were to be on the moon, what would you shoot? Wow. Hmm. Uh, well, I would probably take a selfie because, uh, you know, you've got to take a selfie or it didn't happen. Um, and, and then I think I'd, I'd love the idea of getting a shot of the moon, the moon's curvature and then the earth. Mm -hmm. Uh, just like out there in space I, I've always wanted to shoot back at the earth whether that's from the moon mm. or from a space station or from you know a, a virgin plane that might one day become reality I love the idea of seeing the curvature of the earth and um, yeah just experiencing that amazing just just the separation from real life it, it wouldn't feel real um oh probably not no. and, and i feel like you would you would have so many questions of of your reality in your mind while looking upon the place you were born and and the the place that you know you know have you always known um yeah. and i just i just love the idea of that it's, it's not just about the photos i love the idea of getting back with photos obviously and and you know being a person who has been to the moon and taking photos of, of the earth from above but I also just love the concept of experiencing the moment in my mind and kind of seeing what thoughts come to mind, um, mm. seeing if kind of it answers any questions for me. Because, um, you know, we always have random thoughts that come to us in the middle of the night or whenever, you know, we're, we're oh, driving. Oh gosh, my whatever. oxygen tank is running low. I'm going to die here. All that, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you actually don't get back. <laughs> you just run out I of oxygen. Like, am I going to be able to, to go home? And someone just finds your camera and SD card one day and takes all your content. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I, I just love the idea of that. Just just new new ideas, new thoughts, and, and also new content, I guess. That's awesome. I love I love that. It's uh, I never thought of going to the moon before. I don't think many no, people I'm do because, because I don't think it's that easy to get there. And if it is, it's very expensive. <laughs> Uh, so yeah i don't think anyone has been there since, since 1967 the first, first okay you know the date sweet okay. i think it's 67 correct me if i'm wrong but um we can cross check later mm. but yeah it, which sounds kind of ridiculous that no one went it probably it was is. way too expensive for anyone to justify yeah i guess i guess there was i mean i don't know why specifically but the idea of there being that race between the u.s and and russia and i guess that competitiveness made it worth yeah. it but now that you yeah. know the first person has been there i guess it might not be worth it anymore in a way i know they're racing for mars now yeah that's true yeah 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 i mean mars would the, be incredible it's as well. the ego competition yeah for sure you know, for sure it's it's kind of funny uh, to look at well that's awesome luke if there is anything what what would you say to someone um who is fairly young and who's trying to either get into photography world or, or just like feel like he's not very creative and doesn't know what to to like shoot and what direction would you put that person in? Okay, great question. Um, my first bit of advice to anyone that wants to get into photography, filmmaking or anything is just to get out there and do it, uh, which mm -hmm. sounds really, you know, it sounds like a bit of a cop-out, but just, you know, if you... If you have a piece of kit that has a camera on it, just get out there and, and try to create any kind of content that you can. Um, and then the first piece of content that you get will inspire you to take the next. 
and that next yeah. piece of content will inspire you to take the next. Um, and with all the people, you know, creating around you, um, and plus the content that you're creating yourself, you will continually get better and better. Um, so I, I would recommend firstly just getting out there. Um, then I guess the next one is 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 watch things like YouTube and and explore Instagram and, and inspire yourself um, from the amazing creators that are out there um, because we are in an age right now where we are so lucky to have everything at our fingertips. We, we, we can not only see amazing locations by the creators we love, but also plan, as we were just talking about, amazing spots that we can go and shoot. Um, mm-hmm. So use everything at your fingertips, the, the internet, the, you know, social media platforms, because that's what they're there for. People are sharing it so that people can see it and go and do it for themselves. Um, and yeah, and also, you know, get your friends together. A lot, a lot of the time, you know, friends would love to try and do something new with you. So if if you want to, for example, make videos like Sam did, you know, going back to his his podcast and explaining how he got into video is bringing together your friends to make videos. You know, if, if that includes rapping with friends, then great. If that includes just making, I don't know, tutorials about cameras, then then again, great. But bring friends together because you can bounce off each other and get creative. And the more people you're with, um, I feel like it's easier to get started um, because because more minds, I guess, are better than one. <laughs> well, that, that's a great piece of advice because I feel like um, it can be very lonely. Mm. It can be a very lonely craft and, and sometimes we kind of want to foster that. Sometimes it's easier. And I feel like because it's, because somehow we like to say I took that photo, mm. I feel like there might be ego that gets in the way also exactly. of being more and being like, oh, well, there were three people, you you pressed on the camera, who took the photo, you know? Yeah. Like I had the shot, I, I set it up, <laughs> you took the photo. So if you have, I, I think it's a good way just to, um, yeah, I love that advice, bringing more people together. Yes, I mean, that, that just reminded me. So um, me and... A, a group of my friends here in the UK um, about three or four years ago one of my mates started a photography community here in the UK mm-hmm. and and also at the same time he was in the US when he started it um, he someone in LA and someone in San Francisco started this community and it's called the the shooters collective um, and we we host photography and video and, and just creative events here in the UK. There's uh, now branches in LA, San Francisco, Chicago, where yep. you are, um, New York, uh, Southwest, um, if I'm, oh, PNW as well. So all over the US, if you, you, know, you want to get out with other like-minded creatives um, and, and get creative with them, then I recommend checking out the Shooters Collective because um, we, when obviously we can get together in groups again, um, you know, pulling everyone's creative minds together is such an awesome thing. And everyone gets such, you know, we, we host these events, you know, it could be 20 to 500 people. Uh, mm-hmm. And we, you know, we play music, we have models, um, no matter what photography you do, getting creative and and shooting whatever is in front of you is still a great um fun thing so i definitely recommend checking that out and and there are always going to be creative events no matter what where you are so i'd recommend trying to go to some kind of event 
And you might find your Sam without having to go to Thailand in a Harry Potter hostel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You might find. Although that's a really cool story. I don't. I can't believe you didn't mention the Harry Potter part. I mean, that's something that I. Whenever I tell how I met Sam, I always speak about the Harry Potter hostel because that is something that. That explains sticks. everything now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> now, now, now I understand the, the Sam's content. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. Uh, Luke, thank you so much. Where is there a piece of content you want people to go towards or like what, where should they find you? Well, um, I mean, my Instagram at, at the current time is, is the best place to find my work. If you want to see my photography, then, you know, at watch Luke on Instagram. It's a simple spelling. Um, and and hopefully very very soon I will have a YouTube channel coming to to you guys. So um, please, if you know if, if you do end up following my Instagram, stay tuned for the possibility of a YouTube channel in the next couple of weeks because I'm not only going to be just sharing my um, travels that I go on and, and my not day to day life. I don't think I'm going to be doing vlogs, but I'm I'm going to be singing and creating music, not rapping, but I'll be I'll be hopefully helping Sam here and there. Um, but just just kind of sharing my life and I love the idea of, of a YouTube channel so yeah potential of a YouTube sick. channel in the future but Instagram for now that sounds awesome we'll we'll try to get you on the on the channel also when when I get to Europe and hopefully by the end of this year mate that'd be awesome before. absolutely let's do it all right bro thank you so much for everything Luke thank, thank you for you, your man. time and uh, everyone will talk to you if if guys if you're listening and there is a part that resonates with you remember tweet us or Instagram story us with the the part or the moment that you really enjoy and go check out Luke on Instagram and um, have an amazing day yeah feel free to send me a DM and, and I'd love to chat to anyone that gets gets out reaches out but yeah thank you so much man um, I really appreciate you having me on Thank you so much for listening. Before you go, would you like to receive once a week a free short email with my top five inspirations, photos with settings, gear I've loved, and what I've been watching, reading, or listening to that really inspired my work and my life lately? If you want it, just go to prtlambert.com forward slash top five and you will be in. Every week you will receive that short email to set you off on the good vibe for the weekend and inspire you. Now with that being said, have an amazing day. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.